Hello and welcome listeners. In today's episode, I would like to talk about the feelings of fear, shame, and how it may reflect as shyness. As I have mentioned in the past, when one is assaulted as a child or even at any point in their life, one becomes fearful and afraid. Among having other feelings, after I was assaulted and raped, I became weary and doubtful of everyone around me. I was a very shy person, a very shy child in other people's eyes. Now that I am older and I have learned a whole lot about trauma-related behaviors, I know that my shyness was a combination of fear, distrust, and shame. I felt ashamed of who I was, because what was happening to me was not something I wanted, and I didn't know how to control it. But how could I? I was a child. I grew up without feeling the love for myself, the kind of love that one should feel from the get-go. That love was non-existent and it was replaced by fantasies that an adult planted in my mind. I was used by this person, a person who only cared about satisfying his own desires. I felt worthless. I guilted myself so much. It is so ironic how the victims end up carrying so much guilt. I remember my predator, my cousin, telling me, you like this. I know you and I love you. I am taking care of you. I let things happen and I went on my mental trip to nowhere. I blocked everything. And I felt ashamed because according to my little life, I was accepting what was happening to me. And he made me feel like I really was. So let me tell you a little story about shame. When I was in elementary school and now, and it was time to go back to the new grade after the summer break, all children were excited and happy and hellos were here and there, happy faces, hugs, etc. And as a friend of, my, of mine tells me, when I would go back to school, and everyone would say hello to me. I just look at them and I gave them a nod. Yes, he says this story so well and everybody always laughs about it because he makes it sound like a funny story. And it was, I have laughed about it too. I was seeing like a snobbish girl, a shy girl. I was told. I was the girl that didn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> Can you imagine that? If they only knew that I would have traded anything to feel confident and free 
to be like them, to be excited about seeing everyone and meeting new students. Nope, that was not me. I was shy. I kept to myself and I took on the title of the distant snobby girl. Well, what do kids know, right? My trauma was my secret, a well-kept one. The constant abuse for over five years from my cousin went unnoticed, so I want to think. But it was all a story in my body, my mind, my subconscious. The rape that I don't have much clarity on, also a secret. I developed asthma when I was around seven, and it, interestingly enough, it was around the time that I had flashbacks about that rape. The body keeps a score, right? I had a therapist many years ago who finally diagnosed me with post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. Back then, I didn't even pay attention to that diagnosis as I just connected this diagnosis to veterans of war. Well, joke was on me. Silly me. PTSD is post any trauma. And did I have trauma in my life? Oh, hell, I did. Did you know that according to some sources, PTSD has a stronger connection to shame than guilt? Interesting indeed. Do you think? By the way, this diagnostic came from a very good PhD in psychology therapist that I visited after I had a breakdown. I truly admire her knowledge, but you know what? She pushed me too hard. Being knowledgeable and smart and all the qualities that she had in her profession um, didn't make her the right therapist for me. She was very snarky with her comments. And had I seen her at a different time, I would have appreciated her directness or her methods, to a point, of course. But at that time, I was not ready to hear the remarks she was making. She was so harsh and, 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 and her words were painful. And I was already way too vulnerable and sensitive. One of the things she told me was that, was that I wasn't making much progress because I got too emotional. I got too emotional. What? Yes, that's what she told me. Crazy, right? I am all broken up trying to survive each day and my therapist is calling me or telling me that I am too emotional? Well, of course I was emotional. What was she thinking? I was there just to look at her? I was a wreck. That was it. I decided at that moment to tell her off and left and moved on. You see, there are different types of therapies for us for the different times in our lives, for different times have we make progress with our recovery. And we just have to take a chance 
and look for the right therapist. And when there is no chemistry with the therapist or no understanding, then it is time to move on. So I did. For well, what about fear? What do we think of that? I think I was always fearful. Even now I am still fearful of doing many things. I was afraid that someone would find out what was happening to me. That they would judge me. That they would blame me. And yes, all of that happened. Even without anyone or any of the people that judged me knowing the truth, they did judge me. Because when I was young, I made some mistakes, of course, especially after I turned 18. But when I was even younger, back when I was a little girl, and, uh, and I was a pretty little girl, skinny, with natural gold streaks of blonde and my brownish hair. Well, I guess I kind of stood out. I was really cute. Sorry for saying so, but I was. So I got lots of unwanted attention, and I absolutely hated it. I hated it. I freaking hated that my uncles would come and pull my on my nose, always making comments about how pretty I was, anyone wanting to touch my hair. Oh no, no, it was just unbearable. I hated it. I remember how frustrated I, I was. And I was, as I was growing up, I really needed to have my space and I didn't want anyone to, to come close to my bed, not to sit on my bed, not to touch my towels, not to touch anything of mine. I was a little obsessed about that. I guess it was a way of creating my space. I am really agonizing about these memories. What did people, did people think? I mean, why would they think that they could just come and touch my hair, pull my nose, and, and tell me how pretty I... It's just... I mean, it's nice to get compliments, but don't touch me. Seriously. Anyway, it was too much attention. As, and as much as I hated it, there was also the plus of asking for whatever I wanted. I got so much attention that I felt like, yeah, I want ice cream, I want this or I want that. Little things, of course, but for me, they were uh, little pleasures of life. You know, I love chocolates and ice cream, so I got them all. Getting whoever I wanted to take me here or there, that was also pretty awesome. And in my twisted younger mind, filled with confusion and no guidance. When I turned 18 I just, and I started working, I just lived and got very spoiled by the wrong people. Yeah, the wrong men. But you know what? I was not as wild as my family thought I was. Oh no, not at all actually. Yes, I made mistakes, but the way I was uh, judged, it was just so wrong and so unfair. Oh yeah, there's that word, unfair, that has stopped to me for most of my life. And everything around me was uh, judged by me in terms of fairness or, or unfairness. 
I tell you, not a good way to live because nothing in life is fair. We have to take charge. In a good way, of course. So, as I was being judged and all these comments from my family, it was just so painful. But I learned how to shake it off. I forgive my family, even my closest friends. They didn't know. They just had a mouth to talk, I suppose, and make snarky comments. Horrible. They're forgiven, and I have moved on from that. But, but when it happened back then, it was really painful. It was a dagger on my heart. The family that I loved, believing that I would do certain things, was just really, really hard. It was such pain. How could they think so little of me? How could they be paying attention to this non-existent behavior that they were talking about when they didn't pay attention before? When I was much younger and I was raped and abused and raped again. The nerve, I tell you. Well, it seems like I was touching on a different subject already. Anger. Yeah, anger is a whole different level in a different episode as well. So going back to fear. All of the attention I was getting from my abuser became a warning sign that told me to be wary of boys' attention, of men's attention. Anyone who would pay attention to me could be someone who may hurt me. No one was to be trusted. Believing in people was not safe. I never felt safe. Wow, how amazing is it that even if we don't feel safe and fear is our constant companion, we manage to survive. So for me, fear is still exists. I have just worked so much on making it something manageable. I never know when it's going to kick in, but most of my days are okay. I think it is so important for us to take grip of other things in our lives. Isn't it a wonder that there are other things in life that help us hang in there? Just the mere fact that we wake up and we can see the sun or the rain and hear it too, it is wonderful. Enjoy the seasons. Hear the birds. There are so many gifts that we get each day, but I know that it is so hard to actually see them and enjoy them at times. But we can practice, and we can all enjoy it. I also know that as much as we distrust and fear some people, there are also some, so many good people out there that want to help us and that truly care about us. Let's hang on to all the big and small and tiny things that can bring positivity to our lives. 
a little bit of happiness. Feeling shy or fearful or shameful is not something that we have to carry with us all of our lives. We can definitely work on it and be successful at leaving it behind. In my next episode, I will talk about hope and faith. And I am lucky enough that uh, my friend Tina will be joining me. She is also a survivor and um, we hope to make it a good conversation for you. And perhaps you will relate to it as well. Thank you so much and I will leave you now. Until the next episode.